This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. America. Yesterday was the anniversary of 9-11, and there's a lot of people that don't even remember 9-11. Not been taught. You know, you don't have to teach it in schools. 20 years later, they're not teaching 9-11. How do you understand what happened to our country and why we went to war? What all of... We are living the results of one day 9-11 it changed america forever how do you explain what the airport is like without understanding 9-11 not worth teaching or some say well i have somebody who lost a brother in 9-11 and then did something about it and is continuing to do something about it and he says we must teach 9-11 in our schools. We talk to him in 60 seconds. So I know that your day is wild busy. I'm sure it is. Here's what I want you to Would you just consider doing something? Could have a profound impact on your personal and family finances right now. I'm asking you to today take 10 minutes of your time, get the ball rolling, call American Financing. What they'll do is a free mortgage review. There's no strings attached, nothing. They just want to get a sense of where you're at and where you could be at and pass it on to you. The economy is getting worse, and right now we need every possible advantage we can get. Their salary-based consultants can help you. American Financing. Call them today. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org I've had Frank Siller on the program I think a couple of times before I think it was uh, November 11th uh, in 21 that we last spoke on the air Uh, just full disclosure uh, he runs the Tunnel for Towers uh, Foundation Tunnel to Towers Foundation And uh, they are a sponsor on this program, but that's not why I'm having uh, Frank on. I I thought it was appropriate just to pause just for a second today and remember 9-11. 
and let him do it because 9-11 changed his life. And in that change, he has changed so many people's lives. Welcome, Frank. How are you? Uh, Glenn, thanks for having me on again. And I, I appreciate it. And you're right. Uh, 9-11 uh, did change my life and it changed the world, like you said before in your introduction before. And for someone to compare <laughs> January 6th to 9-11 is just uh, speaks volumes of how out of touch a lot of Americans are. Um, we lost 2,977 souls on September 11th, 2001. It changed our, our way that we live every single day, our security. When you like you just said, as far as just flying uh, is, is is different, but there's so much more than that. And um, the truth of the matter is, it changed the whole world. And for not to teach it in schools is actually disgusting. Hmm. And we're not going to let it happen. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation, you know, we started the 9/11 Institute, where we have a full curriculum for students K through nine, and you can download it. You go to t2t.org. You can download it. You know, different teachers can download it, schools can download it, but you know what? Most importantly, parents can download it to make sure you're teaching it correctly in your own household, because it up it is up to us as parents to make sure we tell the story. So, before we go any uh, further on that, could you just tell the story of of the beginnings, what happened, and how T to T Tunnel to Towers started, and why your well, brother? Yes, and thank you for asking that, because anytime I get an opportunity to talk about my brother, who was the youngest of seven kids, and he was a lot younger than all of us, uh, is always an honor. So Stephen, New York City firefighter, was just finished his night tour at Squad One in Brooklyn, which is an elite squad, uh, that uh, the elite firefighter squad. Anyway, he was on his way home to play golf with me and my brothers, and he heard on his radio scanner that the tower was hit. And he turned his truck around, went back to his firehouse. His, his company had already responded by the time he got back. So he put his gear in his truck, drove to the mouth of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. And for those listeners that don't know, that tunnel connects Brooklyn with downtown Manhattan. When you come out of that tunnel, it's about a half a mile or so from ground zero. Stephen uh, drove to the mouth of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. It was closed for security reasons. Uh, cars were abandoned. People were running out mm. away from the what what was. They didn't even know the buildings hadn't even fallen yet. But anyway, Stephen strapped sixty pounds of gear on his back and uh, ran through that tunnel, which is almost two miles long, up West Street into the South Tower, up the stairs, and while saving others, he gave up his life. And when the his uh, siblings, myself, my other. There was six, six of us that we said we had to do something to honor, not just what he did, but so many acts of heroism that day. And that's why we started the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. You were one of the, I think you are the best example of somebody who said, this, I'm never going to forget. This changed my life. And then you did it. Uh, and you're still doing it. And now Tunnel to Towers is a a monster organization that does so much good, um, and you've added now the 9-11 Institute. Explain what you're going to be doing with this and what it is. 
Well, you know, we're we're blessed. You know, so Glenn, you, you're correct. We do a lot of things. We're going to always take care of our country's most catastrophically injured service members. We're going to build them, you know, smart homes, mortgage-free. If you're a gold star widow or a fallen first responder widow and your husband or your loved one died in the line of duty and you leave behind a young family, we're going to deliver you a mortgage-free home. If you don't have it, we're going to build it. And if you do have it, we're going to pay off your mortgage. But Jeez. our first responsibility is to make sure that we never forget. That's when we started the foundation. We said, first responsibility, never forget and honor the sacrifice. Now, we honor the sacrifice by doing good and the, doing all this beautiful work that we're doing. And the reason why we're successful, Glenn, is because so many people are joining us on our mission because they see who we're helping, the greatest of all yeah. Americans, those who are willing to die for you and I. But there's a whole generation that's not being taught. You know, what happened 21 years ago? And, you know, I need my children to teach their children so their children could teach their children on what happened. Because, number one, it's a story that has to be told. And number two, we don't want it to happen again. Or maybe number two is number one. We don't want it to happen Mm. again, uh, for sure. So you got to tell the whole truth and nothing but the whole truth that Islamic terrorists killed 2,977 Americans. They try to kill as many as possible. There's thousands have died since of 9-11 related cancers. The people that were crawling in that rubble through bent steel, looking for my brother, their brothers, still paying a price for it to to this day, dying of 9-11 illnesses, many of which is rare forms of of cancer. And the 7,000 men and women who went to war to protect us so we didn't have another 9-11 here on our soil, gave up their lives for our country. We better take care of those families that are left behind. And that's what we do with the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. We made a promise, and so many people are joining us on that promise. So you have an 83-foot tractor trailer uh, that is an interactive exhibit. It, you know, the walls open up, et cetera, et cetera. It, it's full of facts, but also 9-11 artifacts. What, what is in the truck? Well, 9-11 steel. Uh, different clothing, stories, helmets, uh, different apparatuses that firefighters and police officers were using that day. And, but mm. most importantly, the stories that go along with it. Uh, it's incredible. And who's telling the stories is incredible because these are my firefighter buddies. Every one of them I basically know, many of them at a very personal level, that go around with this exhibit and they tell the story of 9-11. And we have a speaker's bureau that we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of volunteers, firefighters, and police officers who lived in the first battle on the war on terror down at Ground Zero, were there that day, who will tell the stories of 9-11. So if you're a school or in a community and you need somebody to come in and tell the story of 9-11, we have a speakers bureau. All you have to do, once again, go to t2t.org. It's, the information's there. You can request somebody to do it in person or virtually. And uh, we're going to make sure we continually get the story out of, of 9-11 and all the hero stories. And where is uh, the so, where's the Never Forget Mobile exhibit? Where is that going? and Or how do you get it to come to your town? Or Once again, go to t2t.org and request it. And, and so um, we're, we have it. Uh, it's all over the United States. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's in Arizona today. As a matter of fact, yeah. uh, but it's all over uh, the United States, and uh, we've been doing, we've been having the mobile uh, exhibit we've been using for years, uh, but we have not had the Speakers Bureau 
uh, ever really before. And now, of course, with the uh, uh, Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute, we rolled out this week. We've been playing it for years, but we have uh, we, we really have put together a comprehensive uh, curriculum what that we're and, really, really proud of. And it's also you rolled out the uh, financial scholarships to children of the, the program. How how yes. that you just outlined that uh, this weekend did you not? Just well, yes. Run, well, that, that? Those scholarships will go to the families that we're helping um, if, for that prepare, preparing to go into college, and it's named after my other brother, not the brother that ran through the tunnel, but my oldest brother Russ, who died a couple of years ago, had a battle with Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and um, he was our spiritual leader at the foundation. Uh, he brought many uh, things to us that keeps us on the right spiritual road to make all the decisions uh, that we have. And he was the one, because my, my youngest brother, Stephen, the firefighter who died in 9-11, our parents died when he, by the time he was 10 years old. My brother, Russ, uh, really was like a second father to him. I mean, we all were. We all played a major role in his upbringing. And my sisters were like second mothers uh, to, to, my, to my brother. Um, but my brother Russ, so we named the scholarship after uh, my brother Russell Siller. Frank Siller, a name that I think most Americans don't know but should. Um, he is the uh, chairman and CEO uh, of Tunnel to Towers Foundation. And I urge you to go to t2t.org, see if you can help, see if you can get involved, but get the curriculum and start teaching it to your children. Get it into your private schools, you know, get it into your public school if you can. Um, you know, that would be a real blessing. But I, I you know, <laughs> good luck with that. Um, Frank, thank you for everything that you do. Thank you very much. And remember, $11 a month, that's what we ask for, $11 a month. They can really make a tremendous difference in all these great heroes, families that are left behind who died for you and I. So thanks for having me on today, Glenn. God bless. Bye-bye. Kurt wrote in about his dog's experience with rough greens. He says our five-year-old healer mix named Pepper loves rough greens on her food. After about a week of using it, we noticed that she seemed to have more energy and wanting to play more. Rough greens has turned back the clock on her activity level. She's acting more like a puppy now. Her coat is super shiny. She scratches less now. We couldn't be happier. Thank you so much for turning us on to rough greens. Kurt, you're welcome. The People at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it that they have a special deal for you. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. They want to make sure that you get your first trial bag for free. This is just to make sure that your dog will eat it and like it. They don't want you out any money, but they're convinced that, you know, that your dog's going to like it, that they're willing to pay for that first bag coming out to you for free. All you pay for is shipping. Get that trial bag. Make sure your dog will eat it if you do. Just start feeding this to your dog and watch the difference in changes in your dog. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck or 833-GLEN-33. 10 seconds, station ID. So I had had a guy come uh, talk to me over in... um, in uh, Italy, and he said, "Oh, I'm coming to your country." And I said, "Oh, really? Where are you coming?" And he said, uh, "San Francisco. I hear it's beautiful there." And I said, "Hurry!" Uh, uh, tried to explain to him how far things had fallen, and he really didn't 
get it, I don't think. Did you explain the poop on the streets? Human feces on the, on the sidewalks? Yeah. Cold the, and hot running poop. Yeah. Yeah. The sewage in the bay? Yeah, not a problem. Uh, okay. The homelessness, the tents. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah I tried. The homeless yeah, cities. Yeah, I tried. Mm. Yeah. I don't think people can really get a feeling for it. Do we have that picture of, uh, or that video here so, of the homeless Oh, that's lovely. Uh, streets. Of, this is just a yeah. regular street in San Francisco. It gets much, much, oh much, 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 much worse. Look at the garbage, people with their pants down, you know. <laughs> Why like, not? Like Why you not? don't see that on the streets of, say, Pocatello, Idaho. Yeah, I mean, that's all happening. All the time. All the time. time. Just, you know, it's really <laughs> frightening. Have you seen the videos of our streets? Like Philadelphia is out Oof, of control. Yeah. Have you seen the people who are just um, bent over and they're like zombies and they're just they're standing up and then they're just kind of bent over and their arms are hanging down to the ground. Have you seen this? No, it's it's something to do with fentanyl. They take drugs and then oh, they just wow. not standing up anymore. They just kind of it's almost becoming like an animal again. It's what's happening wow. is so bad. And I can't take another sentence from Washington, D.C., New York, or Chicago that mm. talks about how irresponsible it is. I actually heard, I think it was the city of Chicago, say they have turned our streets into a war zone, mm -hmm. and it is so bad, they're turning us into border towns. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Did you Incredible. just hear what you just right. said? That's the whole point <laughs> That's, yeah. we're trying to make. Yeah. Hey, you, we've been dealing with that for 60 years. Yeah. Maybe you should stop. Maybe you should care about those border towns because our border towns are being turned into border towns. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't take it. Oh, golly. Oh, golly. Wow. And they're all sanctuary cities, so I thought. You wanted illegals there. You you well, made it a friendly place for them. Yeah. Well, now you got a few hundred, and you're already done. A lot of them. Not a lot of them. <laughs> By the way, uh, uh, Harris was on. Vice President Harris was on uh, the Chuck Todd extravaganza this weekend, and and here's here's what she said about our border. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what. The president and I asked Congress to do is the first request we make, mm -hmm. pass a bill to a create bill. a pathway to citizenship. The okay. border is secure, oh. but yeah, we also secure. have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, what? and it needs to be fixed. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? <laughs> we have yeah. a secure border. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. In that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. Wait. But there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> but I, mm -hmm. he just, mm -hmm. for the very first time, two million. Right. Ever, first time ever. Ever. And So I that mean, means it's worse than what you inherited. Right. And the fact is. <laughs> no. Yes, no. By a lot. Yeah. By and a lot. I'm trying to <laughs> figure out how, well, what is your definition of secure? Because yeah. you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, mm. 
2 million people. And we're just going to wave a magic wand and make them citizens because yeah. that'll fix it. That, that won't encourage millions more to do the same thing, sneak across the border in the hope that they'll just be made citizens. You know too. what's crazy is, have you seen like in Europe, you know, when they say good families are coming over? Who's mm-hmm. usually coming over in those pictures? They're not, usually no not families. families. Yeah. Who yeah. is it usually? Usually I'd say 18 to 34 year old men. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Who, what age and what sex are you usually when you, when you would go fight a war? Um, 18 to 34 year old men. Huh. That, hmm. Huh. That's, it's weird. It's like a, it is weird. It's like a, it's like as an army, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, we should start, our Pentagon is having a hard time with recruits. Mm-hmm. We should start recruiting people from other countries to go right. to the Pentagon. Oh, what a good idea. What a good idea. That would be great, idea. be great. Now, you know, they may come from countries that, you know. Russia, China. Where they, you know, the, the military turns on their own people, but. Iraq, I'm sure they won't. No, I'm sure, sure. they won't. Nah. You know, that would never. I'm pretty sure. You know, Venezuela, that didn't happen there. No. Well, well, maybe a, that maybe that's a bad example. Maybe it's a bad example. Yeah, but but that's just one. I'm just throwing that out there as an idea. <laughs> just throwing that out there. It's free. It's my gift to you. Take and do with it what you will. Back in just a minute. So let me see if I have this right. First, our inflation wasn't real. Then it was real, but it was transitory. Then it wasn't transitory. It's here to say, stay, but it's getting better. But then it's not getting better. Wow. I'm sorry to say this sounds super, super bad, but in the non-super, super bad sort of way, you know, because we're going to have a soft landing that will seem like a hard landing, but it won't be a hard landing. It'll be something else. May I suggest, may I suggest that you call Goldline and find out about precious metals. Right now, with every roll of the new Benjamin Franklin Stand in Love quarter ounce uh, rounds, you're going to receive 50 of the matching one ounce copper rounds. Also, 25 Mind Your Business Silver Bars at no additional cost. This is phenomenal phenomenal insane special i think they've lost their mind everything must go these coins are probably going to sell out by the end of the week so please call them 866 goldline 866 goldline or goldline.com check out my show pat gray unleashed every weekday right before this one seven to nine eastern six to eight central or anytime anywhere you get your podcast I just got a note from a friend that said, Glenn, are you aware uh, about the marriage bill under consideration with the Senate today? Um, 
It will eventually lead to all religious institutions losing their tax-exempt status if they don't alter their religious beliefs to, exame, to accept same-sex marriage. That's good. Can we, we should probably look into that one. I'm thinking that'd probably be a worthy show note. Um, there's also, um, also a couple of other things here that uh, my uh, executive producer just inquired about. Sent a note to Visa today um, just said, uh, greetings today. Nationally syndicated radio host Glenn Beck reported the news that Visa plans to categorize gun sales. CBS News reported Visa had expressed concerns about the proposal letter obtained by CBS sent by Visa last Wednesday. The company said, we believe that asking payment networks to serve as a moral authority by deciding which legal goods can and cannot be purchased sets a dangerous precedent. Um, Glenn would like to know why Visa is moving forward with the ISO's new category, given your concerns that the policy sets a dangerous precedent. Spokesman is welcome to join in his national broadcast by phone to discuss these charges. Um, or could you provide a written statement by uh, end of business or end of broadcast? Well, they wrote back right away and said, oh, my gosh, thank you for reaching out. Find below the statement which can be attributed to Visa. Quote, following ISO's decision to establish a new merchant category code, Visa will proceed with the next steps while ensuring we protect all legal commerce on the Visa network in accordance with our longstanding rules. Best, Carmina. No, Carmina. No, that... That is part of the original. We, we know that. We, we're asking you, why did you change and do you still think it's a threat? Because you actually went further than what I just included in the email. You, you said it will lead to the. Uh, hang on. I want to make sure I don't. I don't want to misquote anybody. I don't want to do it. Pat, do you want to misquote no, anybody? No, I, I absolutely do not. I mean, that would be very, very... I don't, want, I don't want to even paraphrase somebody, what somebody said. You don't even want to paraphrase No, them. I don't. I don't want to. What? <laughs> I, want to get wow. ex- I want it to be exact as they said it. So here's what they said. Okay, this is Quote, exact now? This is exact. You are quoting. Quote, All right. we understood amalgamated banks... Now, by the way, amalgamated bank, as we showed you in hour number one of this broadcast is uh, SEIU's bank. It's a union bank. Mm. We understand uh, Amalgamated Bank's request to be justified, at least in part, by an interest in blocking transactions that would fall under such a new category, and Visa's rules expressly prohibit blocking of legal transactions under MCC. So we know that, and we know that you're saying you're going to live up to your own rules... We're asking you, do you still think that this is motivated by an interest in blocking transactions? And is it still a threat and uh, not something that Visa should do? That's what we're asking. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the question. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But hmm. they, they will, we'll let you know as soon as they get back to us. They gave you a KGP answer. KJP would just not answer the question. She'd answer some other question that she well, no, wants she to would, answer. Well, no, she would look in her book. Right, in she the would, big, great big book she, of everything. Yeah, she would be like, um, Ed, you know, Ed. let me, that is a very good question. Let me get to page uh, 460. I think everything that you said was a lie. 
There you go. Wait a minute. Wait. Uh, boy, this uh, this thing in Scotland with the Queen still going on. I mean, the the, you know, the ceremony thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. let's, you know, there's a lot of these going on. Can we just kind of shut it short a bit? I mean, I'm just saying. No, this is going to be going on for a while because they don't, they don't do the actual internment, right, until a week from today, I think. Not till next week. I hope week. somebody's wearing some perfume. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. So I think I understand why perfume came to be in a new and exciting way. Um, because I was flying with a bunch of French people yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, like, oh, I guess, uh, and uh, the, the woman nor the man were wearing any kind of, and it's hot mm. and it's a crowded mm. airplane. Mm. And uh, they were sitting behind us and I looked to my wife and and I caught a whiff of just whoa, and I thought it was me for a second. And I turned around. I didn't say anything. I just turned. And I smelled myself, and then I turned to my wife again, and I got a powerful scent. It was seeping through the little section, you know, very close seats, just seeping mm-hmm. through there. I think I should have visibly been able to see it. It was oh. deadly. Oh man! And then they stood up to get their luggage, and I'm like, "No, sit down. I'll get it. <laughs> I'll I'll get it from. Let me, please. Holy cow! What is wrong with people? There's no reason to do that. You know, no. I don't. No. Does anybody think that smells good? Seriously, have you ever been mm. in a crowd with somebody who's just reeking with bo, and? You know, say, dude, and then them turn and go, no, it smells good. Has anybody <laughs> ever said that? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. So is it just because, I mean, I was amazed. Everybody I met last week, everybody hates the French. Well, and that's a stereotypical thing you hear about the French all the time, too, is that they just, they stink. I don't think I flew, in, I mean, almost an entire plane load of French people. Uh, there were some others in there, I think, uh, that were also not worried too much about the deodorant. And it was very mm. hot. Very, very hot. Maybe it's a European thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, but mm. I mean, you would think through the generations, you would be the people that knew. I mean, you they invented perfume because everybody stunk. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you're like, I need something that smells like flowers. Can I just put those in my nose directly? Because you stink and I stink. We all stink. You would think that America, who never lived through those days, would be the first to go, you know, we don't need deodorant. And then we'd correct that. They, mm-hmm. on the other hand, they live through it and mm-hmm. currently still live through it. Is it like smokers that you can't smell it? Is that Must what it is be. when you They're live so with it? You're so used to it now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. They I'm just looking for some real answers. Pat, marinate in to... their own stink. Yeah, you, I, I don't know. You don't seem to have it. It might be yet. the old you know, the old joke of when people still thought Lance Armstrong wasn't taking performance-enhancing drugs and he'd always win the French, the you know, the yeah. Tour de France. Yeah. yeah. And the old joke was, well, yeah, he is on banned substances. Deodorant. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> 
It's yeah. been banned in France, mm. and he's using it. And so, so yeah, I think this just. I mean, there's back lots and, of things that you can admire places for. Not any of them come mm-hmm. to mind when it comes to France, but you can admire different things. You know, mm-hmm. the history, the art, right? Uh, the, even some of the landscape. You know, it's beautiful. The beautiful. quick surrenders to avoid violence. Exactly mm-hmm. right. But when you get right down to it, I don't see why anyone wants to live there. No. You know, and I don't mean just France. I mean anywhere around there. Anywhere. And I mean, that's, I don't mean to be broad, but from, let's say, Maine to California. Mm-hmm. Going east. Oh, I don't okay. know why you would want to live there. I, yeah. You know? Well, we left that continent for a clear reason. It stunk? M- many clear reasons. Yeah, many but clear yes, reasons. One of them was you know, it stunk. Yeah. It, what's amazing is I was talking to some people and everybody's like, oh, Tuscany, it is so beautiful. And it is. It's like nothing's changed in a thousand years. And that's because nothing has changed in a thousand years. You mm-hmm. can't change anything. Mm-hmm. You can't change anything. By you law. B- by law, you buy something, and this is, you know, thousands of square miles. You buy a house there, congratulations. Oh, the roof caved in, three of the walls are down, that, no problem. Just repair those, and then you can build incorporating those things into it. And it'll sometimes take you 20 years to be able to get anything done there. You have mm-hmm. to apply for anything even inside the house to change it. No, no, <laughs> no. You know, their, mm. pro- their property tax is, gosh, what was it? For a car with any kind of horsepower, uh, he was, because I said, I haven't seen a single Ferrari sports car, nothing. I don't see any muscle cars. You barely even see, you know, a uh, uh, souped up Mercedes or anything, you know, nothing with real horsepower. Mm-hmm. He said, the tax. I said, what tax? And he said, the horsepower tax. The what power tax? Horsepower tax. If you have, they really have one? Yeah. If you have a car mm, over geez. a certain amount of horsepower, you pay like an additional, I don't remember what it was. I think it was like an additional 20% mm. every year. Every is that, year. Is that a climate change thing? No, I think that's just a it's, greedy politician thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, don't, mm. I have no idea, but it's. Wow. I mean, you will never get ahead anywhere. Never. And if I hear one more damn American badmouth the United States of America outside of our country, I think I'm going to blow a gasket. Going to blow a mm. gasket. I didn't bring up Biden. I wanted to bring up Biden. I didn't bring up Biden. All these people that we ran into that were, you know, not run into, just heard, overheard. People, Americans. And one of the guys who was with us the whole time from Italy he was like, oh, Americans, yeah, you guys are really down on yourself. And I'm like, whoa, 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 we're not. We're not. And he's like, everywhere, everywhere, Americans coming in and saying, oh, America, you're so lucky to be here. America, America. And we're all mm. like, really? You want to switch places? We'll switch for you. Have you heard about the car tax? The horsepower tax? <laughs> Can't change any electrical systems in our house. Hey, no air conditioning. We all smell like France. Wow. You want to switch? Interesting. Yeah, it is. It's, and they, and I think they know that the disease is coming from us. I think uh, 
um, one of the conversations, I can't remember exactly how it started, but one of the conversations was about, you guys are in trouble. And I'm like, yeah, you think so? Mm. And they're like, no, no, no. You guys are going to be blamed for everything. And I think the world world hates you guys now. Just wait. Just keep going down this road. And I'm like, yep. Yep. But the good news is, as I said earlier, and if you missed it, go get the podcast from today. Good news is there are answers. And um, uh, one of the things that you really need to know is they feel exactly like we do about their own country and their own politicians. And they may be ahead of us realizing, wait a minute, it's not the democratic you know, uh, system, right or left. It's both of them. It's the elites. It's the mm-hmm. elites against the people that, you know, that, that they just want to turn into serfs. That's good news if we can all get out of this cycle and start talking about the real issues. And the real issue is there are people that believe they know better than everybody else on the planet, and they are going to force us to live their way. Doesn't have to happen. It's pretty easy to fix. All we have to do is put our differences aside and realize we have more in common as a people than we have in common even with the elites. We believe certain things. All of us. All of us. 80% of us do. Stand together in those things. And this insanity stops. So 21 years ago, um, our nation was united in a way that it hadn't been um, since probably after the days of Pearl Harbor and World War II. I mean, it was I'd never seen anything like it. We united in our mourning for the lives of those who had been lost the previous day on 9-11. Thousands of people. We united on 9-12 to resolve uh, to seek out those who had attacked us, to hunt them down to the ends of the earth and bring them to justice. And then we all got lost. But can we focus on uniting one nation under God in an effort to help people who had given everything beneath the crumbled walls of the two towers of the Pentagon, who had given everything, who went to fight a war? The Tunnel to Towers Foundation was started to do just that, and they have a mighty legacy. When a first responder or a military service member doesn't come home, Young children are left behind. Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden, bring their family to stability. Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two T, dot org. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Hey, you know what's really exciting? Uh, the new monkeypox czar. <laughs> Love he, him. He fits right into this administration. They, yeah. You just keep doing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a fun guy. Oh, yeah, you're fun. talking about Dr. Dimitri Delakasikis? Yes. Yeah, yes. I love him. Mm-hmm. Love him. Uh, but, uh, you know, the fact that mm, he may be a devil worshiper, it, it shouldn't really play a role we're not electing pope <laughs> <laughs> right 
You know right, I mean? that makes a lot of sense. If he was the Pope and he was like, hey, I might be the Antichrist, then, you he know, might, no. Yeah. But this is just the monkeypox guy. So what? Perfectly fine. So what? <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> he owns a, he owns a, I mean, he's not only a doctor, but he's got a, you know, health club that, you know, has a black spin bike that's draped in leather fetish gear and a massive 11 foot tall light up pentagram in the yoga studio. Okay. Like, who doesn't have that in their living right. room? Right. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about him tomorrow on the <laughs> program. You you don't want to miss you don't want to miss that. That's gonna be exciting. But again, I come with an open mind. If you're just somebody who oh I think oh, yeah. all Satan worshippers are bad bigot, <laughs> you know <laughs> you just, we don't want your kind around. The Glenn Beck Program.